We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm and Neil McCready. Clark Ford Studio this morning, just after 8 o'clock, as we have uh, hit the record button. We'll uh, talk to Lane Kiffin later today. He's got a media availability. Ole Miss has practice as they get into uh, the week before game week. I guess everything's kind of thrown off with Ole Miss having a uh, a Monday first game, but inside two weeks from the opener there against Louisville inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So we'll uh, we'll talk some alliance today, the Pac-12, the Big Ten, the ACC coming together to fight the hated and evil SEC, and uh, and much more. A lot of college football on uh, on today's show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. The self-checkout is open there inside the Blue Sky location. So go see if uh, it can help you get on your way a little bit faster. That's the purpose. Let you take care of things. If you're antisocial, you don't have to talk to anybody. Just go up there, check out. Move on with your day there at the Blue Sky. You can also download the Speed Pass Plus app. Earn points. Save money in the process as well. Get a lunch special for five sixty nine. So many options inside the Blue Sky here in Oxford. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote in 15 minutes, within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Uh, Southern Miss coach Will Hall will join. You'll see it Thursday. I'm talking to him tomorrow. He'll be on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food. On the square in Oxford, I understand last night was absolutely jam-packed. Uh, you can also go starting tomorrow. Is today Tuesday? I've lost all today track. Today is Tuesday. We'll discuss why I've lost all track of days in a minute, I'm sure. But uh, tomorrow is Wednesday, so starting tomorrow, you can jump into our rafters on the water and enjoy uh, frozen margaritas, frozen daiquiris, waterfront views, and don't forget rafters uh, in New Albany as well. 
It looks like he's going from here to work on a pit crew in Daytona. Probably the first time you've ever been accused of that, isn't it? Yeah. You got the checkered flags on. Clark yeah, just Ford supporting today. my friends, man. It's all, it's all good. People helping people. Yeah. You help me, I'll help you. That's the point. <laughs> that is the point, isn't it? It's kind, of, it's kind of, yeah, I know. Jameis is my quarterback last night against Jacksonville. Nine of 10, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Marquez Callaway has a big day. Five catches, 104 yards. I intended. Scores. I intended to watch. I did not get around to watching. I, well, the Jacks suck, but and it's preseason. It means nothing. But no television in this house ever was turned on last night. Really? We were. That's pretty common for me, but you we seem were, like you have them on a little more. We were locked in. Carson and I studied pre-AP biology yesterday. From let's see, we got home at four, a little after four. Had the conversation about kind of the old crap conversation. Mm-hmm. He studied from five until six thirty on his own while I went out and did the yard, and then starting at about six forty-five until ten, we did pre-AP biology. What is pre-AP biology? What subject matter are we are we are we taking on? Uh. I mean, doing like cells and mitochondria and things. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot of that. It, it was hell if I know. Um, <laughs> That's probably a bad sign. <laughs> no, I mean, I I was just kind of helping him. That I hate. I'm not. I'm not good at science. I never was. Oh, it's my. Release. It didn't interest me. I was the student in school that if the subject interested me, I aced it. But if it didn't. But if it didn't, oh shit. And this didn't interest me at all. And he's got a lot of me in him. I could get through the science part of the ACT because it's more reading and interpreting than it actually is science. Yeah. It, it's it's reasoning and, and reading. He's having to do two things. One, not to get on a political thing, but the last year and a half of school has been a complete joke. Sure. Okay. I mean, let's just, for the people that don't want to face that, if you have kids, you know. The end of his seventh grade year was a complete joke. And his entire eighth grade year was a total joke. Because it was nothing but COVID. It was COVID, COVID, COVID. And so now he's taking pre-AP courses at the high school level, which is a huge jump up anyway. And everything is timed because to their credit, the Oxford high school people are smart enough to know that the only thing that really matters is the ACT. Now, maybe that'll change in today's politically correct world. But for right now, the ACT is all that matters. And it's timed. Mm-hmm. And so for the first time in his life, he's having to take timed exams. And it's freaking him out. I get that. And so we're having to like, okay, let's go. Let's go. And so. And part of the goal of that is to kind of just ignore it and still just go. Like, go. Don't, don't yeah. let it get in your head where yeah. you're worried about timing. So he's kind of a perfectionist. So he had a world pre-AP world history test where one question kind of flummoxed him. And it screwed up the whole thing. And he got locked in on it and he didn't finish the test. And the part of the test that he finished, he actually made a 100. The part of the test that he didn't finish, obviously. So you're telling him, hey, move on and we'll yeah, come back. roll, roll, come back. And if you don't get to it. but That's just one question. And they're teaching him to get ready for the ACT. And there's read this, answer yeah, these questions. Sure. Read this, answer these questions. And it's, I, I anticipate you're going to see an ACT test drop okay. with kids. I do. I think, I, think a, I think these kids that were middle school, early high school, pandemic year and a half, mm-hmm. I think you're going to see them pay. It's my prediction. Yeah, I took as few sciences as I could handle in high school and college. I tried to avoid the subject as much as yeah. that, was, that was possible. Yeah. Um, 
whatever the minimum was, that's what we're going to do. And well, we're move on. all of my kids are that way, so it must be something I took genetic. A, in college, we had the two lab-based requirements and then a non-lab-based requirement. I think that was it for journalism. So I took like biology one, two, and then a chemistry, but it was a chemistry for non-majors. And on the syllabus, basically the guy goes, look, if you promise me you're never going to try to do any kind of something with this in your life, just turn the work in. And I mean, we had no idea. I mean, we'd be like 30s and 40s, and at the end of the semester, it's like A minus. Yeah. It's like, we're all in this together right here. Yeah, it was like nothing but a bunch of liberal arts people. And we said, okay, like he, he understood what was going on. Well, Campbell called me last night from Fayetteville, and, and when she called, we were in the middle of really studying, and I was like, I, I don't have time to talk to you right now. And I could tell that I kind of hurt her feelings, and I texted her later, and um, she texted back with, what class is it? I said, pre-AP biology. And to her credit, Campbell, who will always find the shortest route, the most easy route to a solution, well, just don't take pre-AP biology. Just take the regular biology like I did. And I'm like, well, you know, you got a point. Yeah. That is a good point. You that was a fail. You ain't wrong. I mean, so anyway, I know nobody wanted to hear all that, yeah, but that's, fine. that's that's been my life. And I that was the early indication that that's going to be my life for a little while. Ginger said she was out in her cul-de-sac waiting on the bus with the kids and just had to step over a snake. I'm not sure what kind it was. Neil believes it's a cobra. That was uh, a that was a, uh, a rattle water rattle, rattler cobra, Ginger. And you should go get a blowtorch and some accelerant and just let it be. Whatever happens, happens. It might not be gun control, but the whole good snake argument is something that will really frustrate a lot of people. You know, there are a lot of people that like want the king snakes around their property because they're they're the good snakes, the ones that kill yeah. the other rodents, and and, and that's and, fine. And <laughs> it's like it's on your, their property. Yeah, <laughs> but they, in, can, they can have all the snakes they want in their barn. But in the moment, yeah, I don't have a barn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, come to find out, I'm, I'm probably doing exactly what I should be doing because I tried to avoid math classes too. So you look, you start putting the picture together, and there's yeah. STEM was not really my area. Um, Typically, where, people who can write and talk creatively are not good at math and science. No, no, no. I think I had to take stats at one point, but that was about it. Um, so anyway, all right. Uh, let's see. Probably some big picture stuff with Lane Kiffin today. Again, we're not really seeing practice other than maybe some stretch, so I don't know. We'll see who's out there. Um, well, let's be real. By doing the podcast in the morning, we're not seeing stretch. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I am curious to see at some point if Orlando Amano has come back. The other thing, too, and I searched for a while this morning because I was writing about it. I don't know. Do you Do you know what was wrong with him at Utah when he missed last season? Do you know what the actual injury was? I do not. I searched through 15, 20 news stories, including the official site, looking for a specific injury on Amana. He started against USC in their season opener. Now, the Pac-12 did not play many games last year. They played like four or five or something. Yeah. But he played in the opener against USC, was injured, and then missed the rest of the season. And I don't know what the injury was. So my point being, I wonder if it's even anywhere near the same part of his body as it's currently injured. Um and I have no answer for you. I could not. It, it, all over the internet, it just said to an injury. I'm just like, well, mm. good job. I, that tells me nothing. So I don't. I don't know. But at some point, I mean, as again, as you'll read here in a bit, it's not a big deal that he's out as long as he's back for the first game. But for a new center, 
there is a certain lack of cohesiveness if you just hadn't played much football lately. When you missed last season with an sure. injury, and now you're hurt in fall camp again, there is a certain amount of, hey, you need to get on the field, need to be in some football shape, need to need to go through these type of things. So even if it's nothing that's season-ending or is going to hold him out even for the opener, I do think there's a part of this week where a storyline is just getting him back out there and associated with that first-team offense um, as a – he, um, yeah, he, I, I don't think he opted out. It sounded like he was injured, Corey, best I could tell. Um, but I could be wrong. But I don't know why a team, ca- a team captain would not typically opt out in that, in that instance. Not typically. Yeah. But that was such a weird year in that division, in that, in that conference last yeah. year, because they didn't start until October. Mm-hmm. So then it was just crammed in. Correct. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, speaking of, Ole Miss uh, adds an offensive lineman to its roster, Jordan Rhodes from South Carolina. He played uh, three seasons for the Gamecocks. He has two years of eligibility remaining as a uh, transfer portal grad transfer um, for uh, for the Rebels. So, if nothing else, adds some depth. He's started some games for South Carolina at guard. He has uh, played a lot of football over the uh, the course of his, uh, his career as well. So, Ole Miss just, uh, if nothing else, adding some workable depth. The only, you know, I don't think it's related to a ton of uh, of things, but they need more tackle depth than they need guard depth. Frankly, they're they're pretty good inside. Yeah. I still worry about that third fourth tackle. If you're telling me to to kind of pick an issue from an offensive line standpoint, they've also done some moving around. When you Jalen Cunningham had moved offense to defense, they've now moved Ladarius Cox defense to offense. Um, so a lot of shuffling right now. Well, they're searching for a third tackle. Yeah, which is usually an indication that you don't have one. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're being real. And I'm not aware of anybody outside that can really float out. So they're, they're they're in a weird spot there. It's why when people do the season prediction thing, it's almost impossible. It's not almost. It is impossible because you don't know how healthy a team's going to be. Like if Ole Miss were to stay really healthy all year, I think they could do real damage. Sure. But two key but, injuries. And yeah, damage. and all of a sudden you could become a pretty mediocre team pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Those are kind of where where that's at. But they've added Rhodes. I have no idea when he's here suiting up. Nothing. I I don't know. Um, I would man. guess he's here. Guess he's here. I mean, they play, he'll have an acclimation period. Yeah, they play in thirteen days. Yeah, I don't know how long since he's put a football uniform on. I guess spring at South Carolina. Probably. He he, he joined the portal August thirteenth. So it's been a pretty quick, pretty quick move here. I'm surprised he's eligible to play right away. It was because he graduated, right? Is there a loophole for that? I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm taking their word for it, but the state said he he jumped in the portal on August 13th. I'm quoting them. They're typically pretty good, so I'll I'll go with it. That's the only explanation I can come up with. Yeah. Otherwise, he was not in by the deadline. Yeah. To do, to do the one time no penalty transfer. I don't know. Yeah. Because I, I mean, Ole Miss said in the release said he was immediately eligible. Yeah. Assume I would they would know. They've been right ninety nine percent of the time, other than Jordan Wilkins. So I mean, it's it's probably look unless it's about endothermic or exothermic energy right now. I just no don't know. I'm just going to take their word for it. Blake says graduate transfers play immediately. Okay, good enough. There you go. Yeah. See, sounds as good as anything. So he's got a degree from South Carolina. So he can he play. There you go. That's correct. Good enough. Look at us solving the world's problems. Yeah. We'll give y'all some producer credit. Uh, so anyway, we'll, we'll come back, really make it the second segment, talk about the alliance, go through a lot of this. I have a feeling that I have read the more than alliance. Neil has on it today. You, you, I've read nothing. So 
we'll uh, we'll talk about that. I think it's gonna be announced today. Um, if you want to associate some reading with what we're telling you, um, a catalyst slows down the reaction. Well, that's true. Um, but also assist the energy. What was it? Energy. It was EA something accelerates. I mean, it's it must be present to start a reaction. You know, a lot of that's common sense. You just we don't understand the terms of how to. Yeah, we 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 were working on code words. Oh, were you? Yeah. Kind of like how to spell things and everything, where you got like the sentences you say. Yeah, like endo means in, exos out. If you see anything with thermal, it's heat. You know, there's a key. You just associate those things. Go that way. We're not trying to master this. You're not going to be a doctor. Let's go. Let's just make. Let's just do. Let's just do okay. Okay. You're not going to be a doctor. Just get done. Yeah. Like Caroline sent me the text that I'm sorry, buddy. My my mind is gone. Caroline sent me the text that headed to finite math, and I was like, oh god. They had the two-year reaction. As opposed to infinite math? At, at, at Arkansas, for freshmen and business majors, you have to take finite math. I didn't know anything about finite math until two years ago. And my bank account learned a whole lot about finite math. Really? We did some serious tutoring to get that B in finite math. Hmm. It was brutal. Anyway, I'm sorry. I will, I will, I will now focus and get myself locked in. Okay, we'll uh, we'll talk plenty of alliance in a second, just so we don't stop five minutes in. I'll tell you about Northeast Spark, n e s p a r c dot com. Got the Ignite package, that's one hundred Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clarkport Studio. I've got it at home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. N e Spark dot com six six two two three eight three one five nine. Phone service available. Parental controls, network security, and much more. So call the office, find out if you're in your area. They're in most neighborhoods here locally right now and ready to go. Again, nespark.com, 662-238-3159. We're brought to you by Dead Soxy. Go to deadsoxy.com. Just enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. You get 25% off your entire order of the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Deadsoxy.com. Seven South Tailgating provides a level of service that is unlike any other. Their team is passionate about serving fellow Rebels, and it shows. If you use their service once, you'll never tailgate without them again. Let's go to 7southtailgating.com or I'll call 662-321-1682. We're also brought to you by Game Changer Patch Company. Game Changer developed their own custom blend for treating hangovers several years ago to help reduce dehydration, prevent sleep deprivation, and help process alcohol. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market, so you need to check it out. It works. I've tried it. You should try it for yourself as well. GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned and operated by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's Automation Control and Control Systems, LLC. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They have a full-time, dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom-tailor software packages, custom-design electrical control panel solutions, and so much more. To learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. And we're brought to you by Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate based out of Jackson, They service the entire state of Mississippi in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. 
Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss graduates. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. They have properties such as the Village at Madison. You should check that out as well. So just get in touch with them, 601-586-3220. Podcast also brought to you by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. So sometime today um, is when it's expected. They are going to uh, announce this uh, formal alliance partnership. The alliance sounds very strong and powerful and warlike there for uh, those three conferences, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the uh, the ACC. But what's going to be interesting is how concrete it is. Is this just an ideology thing? Is this more of, no, these are the absolute set parameters they're going to do? What is this going to look like? So in essence, here's what it is. It's three schools, um, or three conferences, sorry, going together that in their minds have similar ideologies, meaning they're fighting the SEC. They are the academics of the country, because mm-hmm. that's a big key here. Oh, the, yes. it, when, when they combine together, they make up about 40% of, mm-hmm. what is it, the AAU or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, they make up that, mm-hmm. and that's important, so yeah. they still worry about that. And it's also doing a couple different things. It's allowing them to, in their minds, help expand their dollars from TV because they can act like they have 40 schools together across coast to coast that are going to all intertwine and play one another to some aspect to potentially create more revenue from a financial standpoint. Okay, so far this is really underwhelming. Continue. Is it pretty underwhelming to you? I mean, I feel no tingle at all. I mean... This does nothing for me. So they're not going to form one league? They're just going to No, they're just going to partner as three leagues. They're just going to hold hands. They're not a super They're league. a voting block. I'm getting to that too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So from a schedule standpoint, here's the deal. Because <laughs> uh, so far for TV people, which is what if, – if so far, not to interrupt you, uh-huh. but if I'm the guy at TV station X, TV network X, I should say, so far nothing you have said has turned my – has gotten me away from my phone. All right, so – there's an agreement that's going to go in place where each football team in those three conferences would play one opponent opponent from one of the or both one of the other two leagues or two of the other leagues on an annual basis. Okay. Meaning you're adding two games. So if I'm North Carolina, I'm going to play Wisconsin and Utah. Correct. Okay. That is correct. Gotcha. In most cases, the opponents will rotate. They say that helps maximize revenue and incoming TV deals. Blah 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 blah. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 have expiring rights deals in their upcoming seasons. The Big Ten deal through the 2022 season. Pac-12 through 2023. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Go ahead. Hold up, because now you just got my attention. Uh-huh. The Big Ten TV deal expires in 2022? I'm reading from Dan Wetzel, who's pretty good, and he says... Woo, no wonder they're panicking. The Big Ten deal is through the 2022 football season. Wow, no wonder they're so panicked. Yeah. No <laughs> See, I was waiting for you to say something that okay. would get my attention. Now Check. your attention's here. I'm in. Okay, under such a plan, the Big now, Ten. Uh, let's be real here. Ohio State can say, "So look." <laughs> I mean, when they get in the room and everybody, you know, they they get through with their, yeah. "Hey, how's your mom and them?" Yeah. When you get down to the business, uh huh. Hey, look, 
Did y'all see that? Um, did you see that news out of out of uh, Birmingham about Texas and what's the other school? Oklahoma. Yeah. Did y'all see that? Did you see the money? How do we get some of that? Because we kind of know sort of how we can get some of that. Yeah. We could make it real clear now, how we could get that. You know, we like to talk about academics <laughs> and semantics. And we like to talk about... It's cute when it's present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it sounds good, right? I mean, <laughs> but, but, you know, it does kind of come a point where the bottom line kicks in and, hey, <laughs> when'd you say our deal expires? Oh, at the end of next season. Yeah, we're at that point. Get us some coin. Jerry yeah. Maguire, Jeff in here. Yeah, like, let, let, yeah I mean. Let, let's get going. And kind of that's where Michigan goes, you know, we don't really like Ohio State, but. I got a point. They ain't wrong. <laughs> I mean, we don't need to play Illinois every year. You know, at the end of the day, is there really that much of a difference between the University of Illinois and the University of Tennessee? I mean, really? I mean, orange? I mean, eh. yeah. I mean, I get it, but are we really calling Indiana a? I mean, Michigan State a high? Come on, really? I mean, is there that big of a difference between Michigan State and? Kentucky, I mean, how many millions of dollars of difference a year is it? Because I'm, I mean, I'm just asking for a friend. So what they're proposing, the Big Ten would drop its conference schedule from nine games to eight. Okay. And then require each school to play one game against an ACC team and one against a Pac-12 team every year. Would those count as conference games or would they just they be, would just be, they just be made, games. made for TV? Yeah, this is just a block. Okay, got it. Wisconsin, for example, would play Virginia and Oregon one year, Florida and UCLA the next. Florida State and UCLA the next. Okay. Big Ten schools would be allowed to schedule the different non-conference games as they see fit. Okay. If adopted, the Big Ten's conference season would consist of six games within their division and then a couple crossover games, blah, blah, blah. blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. ACC teams, which already play eight conference games, would just schedule a Big Ten game and a Pac-12 game annually. So okay. they would have ten big games per year. In fairness, now from a from a TV standpoint, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, we're, is, we're adding people without having to add people. We're that adding quality games, and I'm not having to pay for it. The ACC adding value to its television rights is the tricky part. It's stuck in a lopsided deal with ESPN until 2036 that it Ooh. signed in order to obtain a television network. Period. Yeah. The alliance is not expected to help the conference in any way get out of the ESPN deal. <laughs> so, so Clemson, that so that ain't much Clemson of an alliance. Is going, hey, uh, yeah. question. Yeah. 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 Somebody. So you want us to play two more games? We could lose, and we get no extra money. Yeah. Somebody in the Clemson meeting room today, <laughs> their hand raised guys going, "Hey, uh, does this in any possible way?" I'm just asking. I'm just. I'm just we're just. We're just. We're just. We're just kind of talking right now, right? Uh huh. Is this any chance to void the contract? Just even a little bit. Yeah. I mean, can we dig into that? Can we maybe have legal dig into that today? The Pac-12, which has nine league games, would consider dropping down to eight as well or just use two of its three non-conference games in the alliance. I love how the Pac-12 doesn't really think they're getting to the playoff anyway. So, yeah, we'll just play how many ever games you want us to play. It's fine. Yeah, they're kind of like, ah, F it. Yeah. yeah you want us to play 11 tough games? Nah, sure. We ain't going nowhere anyway. Um, Notre Dame is just sitting out there as sort of a member of the ACC. So, if anyone is already playing Notre Dame, that will count as an ACC game they are playing. So, is Notre Dame playing ACC this year? No. They're playing so, their normal independence. So Notre country. Dame's not part of the alliance. Well, sort of. They're not from a money standpoint, but the ACC is getting to claim them. So, like, SC playing Notre Dame, that would count as their ACC game. 
Okay. Where they wouldn't have to schedule North Carolina and Notre I got Dame. You. I got you. But 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 at, but from a Notre Dame standpoint, yeah, they're not fun. part of the alliance. No, that is correct. Yeah. They're not at the alliance meeting. They simply are doing the ACC or whomever a favor because they get to play non-revenue sports in the ACC. Okay. All right. To keep them happy where Notre Dame gets to play North Carolina and baseball and basketball, they said sure. But we'll. there's nothing in this, hypothetically, from someone preventing someone at Notre Dame hitting a panic button at some point and going, you know what, we probably should call Greg. Oh, hell no. Okay. Yeah, no, not at all. Because, um, like I said, USC and Stanford have annual series with Notre Dame, Big Ten programs, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Purdue also have future series scheduled with the Irish. So gotcha. it just helps out from – from that standpoint, but Alabama has something scheduled with Notre Dame too. Just saying, they do. So one of the bigger things here as well is essentially these groups, these conferences are getting together to create marquee games and all that. Sure, but they're also trying to squeeze the SEC in multiple ways. Okay. A because they get a lot of votes and they can put those votes together and try to overpower the SEC in any type of Division One voting that, that that happens. Okay. Also, it's potentially squeezing the SEC in non-conference scheduling. Because by them doing this, it prohibits the SEC from scheduling these conferences in a lot of ways because they're not adding another Power 5 game to their schedules. Sure. Where they're essentially trying to ice out the SEC from playing any of these three conferences. In but there's an games. easy solution for that for the SEC. I'm just, that, that Which is, is what the networks wants them to do anyway. Let's yes. play a 10-game schedule. Yes. But that is what they are. that is their whatever here. By the way, the Big 12 in this is just looking at her going, okay, well, all for it's, this oh, is over. I mean, they're screwed. Yeah, go ahead and lock up the door. It's, it's, I mean, it's over. It, it's done. But it's, seriously, if, you, if you're if you reading this right now today and you're Kansas, mm-hmm. I mean, are you just panicked? I mean, what are you? Are, well, you've already been panicked. But I mean, you're, this is just another nail in that but, coffin. I mean, now you yeah. just wet yourself, right? I mean, you just, you just completely. Well, you're calling the Big Ten going anything. Just get me yeah. out of here. Yeah. You can have our basketball program. Go. Let's, let's, let's do this. This Big Ten TV thing expiring in 2022 really has my attention. Yeah. So, point being, four ACC teams have annual games with in-state SEC rivals, as you're aware of. Those games would continue, but there would be a decided lack of available non-conference dates for other SEC teams seeking major opponents. Um, some of the problem, though, in this, I was reading, it wasn't Ralph Russo, but he retweeted it mm-hmm. earlier today, is that the Alliance is talking a really big game, but there's some problems in this ends of – the ACC doesn't have a lot of available dates in the upcoming years for these games that they're supposed to be scheduling with the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Yeah. So if you've got to buy out a bunch of opponents at seven-figure sums, is it even worth it to the ACC schools? Get because my, what are they getting in return to then? Oh my God, Clemson. His hand, <laughs> his, his hand is up. I mean, he is in no, the meeting. Seriously, Clemson might be told, hey, you got to buy out $4 million worth of opponents to then go play SC and Yeah, the hand-raised Nebraska. guy in the room at Clemson is sitting there, and he's wanting to interrupt every speaker. He's like, but, but, hey, uh, he is like feverishly texting somebody in legal right now. Yeah, what, what 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 he thinks and what the guy at Wisconsin thinks are two different things right now as they're all sitting in this room. Well, the guy at Clemson, it's, it's, it's not a bad question. The guy at North Carolina, it's not a bad question. What the hell is in this for me? Mm-hmm. At the end of the and day, doesn't hope, it all come back to that? Well, there's hope that you would get some extra TV agreement. And you would in get 2037? Extra, well, no, like in addition to the current thing somehow. Like there's at least the idea of this doing whatever it's doing. but I guess. 
There's a lot of duds in those leagues. They're also trying to block a 12-team playoff right now. Yes. Well, that's um, that. That's where they do have leverage. Yeah, it says, reading here from Wetzel, just to make it easy and me not paraphrase it, in terms of the college football playoff, the leagues appear to prefer a 12-team field like the one that's been proposed, but the alliance wants more of a say in how the model unfolds. That current plan, which has not been agreed upon, was devised over a two-year period by a four-person group consisting of Greg Sankey, Bob Bowlesby, Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson and Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick. The a- <laughs> That's kind of funny in and of itself. The ACC Big Ten Pac-12. No, we got this, guys. Don't worry yeah. about it. We'll let you know what, what, what we're yeah. doing. Greg kept looking at Bob going, you know right now. I mean, you don't even <laughs> feel it, do you? <laughs> um, do you notice the blood coming out of yeah. your jugular? Because yeah. I just cut it. <laughs> Um, they want more of a voice, of course. It says a possible wrinkle the group could propose would be a push for some playoff games to be controlled by conferences, not necessarily bowl games. I actually don't hate this idea. That would allow, say, the Big Ten to stage a playoff game at a neutral site within its footprint. That could happen inside dome cities such as Indianapolis or Detroit or outdoors in Cleveland or Chicago, which would then replace using only traditional bowl games, which are only available in the South and the West. I don't hate that. I no. actually get the Big Ten wanting to do that. Yeah, I have I no that. problem with that. Because problem. that would open up Ohio State to go, no, we want the game in Detroit, or we want the game in Columbus, sure, or, or sure. whatever. Yeah. So I fully get that. Yeah, I'm, that I'm actually, actually kind of cool. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, that that's perfectly fine. So then goes on to say that, uh, yeah, they're obviously a seeking to influence TV power and halt ESPN's total control. That's part of this, too. Fox is in with them because Fox is getting shut out of a lot of these things as well because ESPN – is about to have total control of the SEC and, and as of now, the playoff. Right. Fox wants in on the playoff. So it's, again, reading from Wetzel. And, how the playoffs, pay, and Fox can pay their way into the playoffs. Sure. How the playoffs' television rights will be put out for bid, how many networks will be allowed to carry the games, and how the teams are selected could also be addressed. The Alliance is wary of ESPN, who has exclusive rights to all SEC games starting in 2024, also having full control of the playoff. ESPN has rights to the playoff through 2025, an exclusive exclusive negotiating window after that. There's long been a strong feeling within the sport that multiple networks broadcasting the playoff be better financially and for exposure. Exactly how much of the above becomes the official position of the alliance remains to be seen with this many teams and this many options. Any plan is likely to be altered. So it's Fox going, hell, hold on. We've got deals with all these teams. Now let's figure out how to parlay that into a... You've known me for a long time. I I don't spend a lot of time defending ESPN. Mm -hmm. But ESPN's looking out for ESPN. As they should. They're a business. Yes. So ESPN, the idea that ESPN's going to go, well, okay, we have this deal with the SEC, so we're going to ignore 13-0 Ohio State in the playoff. No, no, no. The idea that that they're going to ignore the one year that USC is 12-1, ranked number three. No. It's idiotic. The idea that they would ignore Notre Dame. No, they want Notre Dame. They'll be more than happy with Alabama, Notre Dame, or Ohio State, Notre Dame. No, I mean, they, they, they'd be exactly. euphoric. It's, it's insane to think that ESPN would make a decision based on nothing but its alliance with the SEC. If you're Clemson, you've also got to be a little worried your commissioner, Jim Phillips, he's pretty new. Mm-hmm. He's looking out for you in air quotes. Yeah. But he worked for the Big Ten for years and years and years, over a decade. You worry a little bit about him being manipulated by his former colleagues in conference to jump into this without necessarily – because the ACC seems like absolutely the weakest member of this from what they could do separately without this sure. and whether this benefits them or not. 
I mean, I know the Big Ten is the strongest conference of the three. So I can't help but wonder just a little bit. So if, does the Big Ten not think they can get SEC dollars? Is that the problem here? Because if you're the Big Ten, you are number two. Why don't you just go poach two people and get the SEC deal? Well, that's what I keep waiting to see. Why do, I, I, why do you need the Pac-12? So if I'm the guy in the Big Ten office, in the Big Ten meeting. Yeah. Hey. It almost feels like we're trying to screw the SEC more than actually help ourselves. Here. Yeah, instead of going, okay, look, look, look. We're a big dog, too. Yeah, we got, we got some big got some big fellows in the room. Why don't we, instead of aligning ourselves with another 30 damn teams, why don't we go poach two here, poach a couple here, let's make another run at Notre Dame, let's try to be a 18 to 20 team super conference, and then go to Fox and go, all right, we want that SEC money. Because we just might get it. And to hell with everybody else. That's what I'm saying. Go grab... Take your pick. Go grab four schools get, or whatever that is. Get to get to sixteen and just go. Yeah, we're we're like the SEC and it's a big two and the hell with all the rest of you. Yeah, and so there's a part of me that wonders if some of this is just some lip service for the whole. You know, we have a very similar view of academics. Whatever. You've been around college football. There's not a damn soul walking around through college football who truly cares about academics. I, I realize you got to say it, you got to talk it. And at the NCAA tournament, uh, we'll bring in the student athletes now. Uh, all questions directed for the student athletes, then we'll excuse them so that they can go study. Come to stop. Yeah, it's like this from Nicole Arbach. Um, there are many administrators in the Big Ten, Pac-12, and ACC who believe in the collegiate model and want it to continue, even those who have enthusiastically embraced name, image, and likeness reform. They don't want to see college football become an actual minor league system for the NFL with a draft, player salaries, and the like, and they worry that the SEC's aggression could lead to something like that. You can't play a different game. Yeah, I mean... This is the game now. I don't doubt that people told Nicole Because Greg that. Sankey said, we're going, please, don't. Please, go. Go kumbaya and go study. Greg Sankey's deal, he did an interview. I, I put this in 10 Thoughts. I don't know how many people watched it. It was really good. And if you ever lived in Alabama, you know about the Rick and Bubba show. Mm -hmm. So you hear that show and you're like, oh, I'm not listening to that. They're actually really good interviewers. It's a funny show. They've made gazillions of dollars. And they had Greg Sankey on. And one of the things that Sankey essentially said, he was talking about the NCAA model and that the NCAA model is always about, hey, let's form a committee. Let's form a committee and have a study and then form a committee and you form committees of people that have no idea what the hell they're talking about. And he's getting away from that, which is why if you're the rest of the country, you need to be watching closely. Because if you think Greg Sankey's done with Oklahoma and Texas and that's it, you're out of your mind. Because he's been asked that question on numerous occasions. And his answer is always diplomatic and political and he never says, no, no, we're done. Mm-hmm. We'll look out for the best interest of our student athletes and programs and blah blah blah. In other words, no, we're going we're get, we're going to poke somebody else. My favorite line in any of these stories is actually this one okay. because they are they're playing up every other thing that doesn't matter as a way to bind them together and make it look like they're all the same. Okay. Schools within the three conferences believe they're like minded. They want to continue to prioritize broad based sports offerings, and that the academic profile of their institutions matters, as does graduating athletes. For example. 
Big Ten schools sponsor an average of 24.8 sports per campus. The ACC, 23.8. And the Pac-12, 22.9. SEC schools only offer an average of 19.9 sports. Yeah, because they give a shit whether there's a lacrosse team at Wisconsin. <laughs> That's what's carrying this, these things together. Like, you come think, on. You think anybody ever walks the campus at Kentucky and goes, you know what we're really missing here is a lacrosse Think of the money we could have if we played men's soccer. Yeah. Which, actually, I think they do. But yeah, You know what we really need? You think anybody ever walks the campus at Auburn and goes, you know, what we're really lacking here is lacrosse. Yeah. If we just played water polo. Yeah. Have we... Have we considered? We have a pool. We're good at diving. Yeah. Stop. That was my favorite part of the whole yeah, thing. That's, that's cute. You're going to hear that in the press release today. Yeah, it's cute. That will be in a press release yeah. today at some point. So. And again, if I'm the guy at Clemson, I'm going, <laughs> explain how this helps us. Yeah. Someone Seriously, someone tell me how this helps us. Mm-hmm. What is in this for us? Yeah, because I'm going to throw that on Clemson in a second. First, before I do that, I'll tell you about Tyson Drugs and G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. They also offer MedSync to be your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you, whether it's one trip to the pharmacy or one delivery. You get everything you need when you need it. And with the right way meds, they'll individually package your medication that can save lives in some instances to make sure you are taking what you need every single hour that that is needed. Again, you can uh, find them on South Lamar in Oxford or the Square in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs, 662-236-2222. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at bluedeltajeans.com. You can go to BlueDeltaJeans.com and get measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple of minutes by using their virtual tailor. And Blue Delta will make sure you're looking great for the first kick of football season in September. It's BlueDeltaJeans.com. 10% off if you use the code REBELGROVE. That's one word, all lowercase, REBELGROVE at BlueDeltaJeans.com. This is a great time of year to get a pair of Blue Delta's cotton genos in the works, so don't miss out. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years. From engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. So visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Podcast also presented by Comer Heating and Air. Comer Heating and Air is the name you can trust. They're also partners. Actually, they're owned by the exact same people, so they're one and the same. With Southern Heating and Air, if you live in the Hernando, Memphis, Olive Branch area, get in touch with Southern. If you live in the Oxford, Tupelo surrounding area, get in touch with Comer at 662-801-1777. And we're brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one shop, Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. Uh, one in Ridgeland, one in uh, Flowood. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com, and you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle, which is home to the Pinnacle Advisory Services Team, where they'll conduct complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. Mention that you heard about uh, Pinnacle on the podcast, and um, they'll take a little extra care of you there at mypinwealth.com. For all your real estate needs, check out Nick's Tan and Associates here in Oxford. That's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. Help you with either side of the buying and selling process. Go to the website. You see gallery view, map view. Talk with an agent 
and much more. I've used them multiple times, and you should too, to make an easy transition, whether, again, you are buying or selling here in the Oxford area. Tons of experience. Clay's also your District 12 House Representatives member as well. So you can find them online, nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. So if you're Clemson, don't you at least have to call Kevin Warren and go, hey, what if we just join your league? I mean, can't we just cut out a bunch of this other crap and we just join you? Yeah, it's, but I, I don't, I don't understand this. Unless, we'll play Ohio State; it'll be cool. The only explanation for this is that the presidents are like, you know, we really need to do this. I just think when the TV money gets real, and the Big Ten is real right now, because the alliance is there's no contract, right? They're not like agreeing to a to a term of. I mean, I'm sure there will be some type of con- contractual basis, but I don't think it's anything overly concrete. Well, if I'm Ohio State, Michigan, I'm not signing Jack until I see dollars. Yeah, you can't just hope this turns into forty million. No, hell no. Not when you can make. Not when you could join the SEC with a phone call. And, and yes, yeah, and it's this Pareto, is, They would pay it. And yes, it's real. When people go, you're making it up. No, it's real. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. Do I think it's there? Yeah, I do. People don't keep mentioning Southern Cal for their health. And frankly, the same people who for years said Oklahoma and Texas were inevitable are starting to say the same thing about some of these other schools. Not using that word, but going, yeah, sure. hey, keep an eye on SC. Yeah, don't completely. Because it's all out. about money. The NFL model, from a TV standpoint, really, really works. Okay? The NFL really, really works. Whether you like the NFL, don't like the NFL, whether the politics, whatever, whatever, I don't care. The NFL model, 32 teams, two conferences, a Super Bowl, after a 12-team playoff, really works. People like fantasy. 14-team playoff now. 14, yeah. People like fantasy. People like uh, betting lines. There's abs- Now that NIL is in place and players get paid, there's nothing stopping Disney slash ESPN or whatever from encouraging its partners to mimic that format. Nothing. At all. In that interview with Rick and Bubba, Sankey was asked about, you know, divisions and pods. And the one thing he said I thought was really interesting. He didn't even answer the question. He didn't really get into divisions and pods. He just said, he, he mentioned, I think he said Kentucky and he used an example. It was like Kentucky and Texas A&M is what he said. That the way it is right now, Kentucky makes one trip to College Station every 12 years. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. So would like to get away from that. Like teams to it ro- doesn't happen enough. Yes. Like teams to rotate through through the conference faster, more attractive to ticket holders, more attractive to TV, better for fans, better for the student athlete, if you will. The whole, the way the NFL has set up the four teams in the NFC North, the four teams in the NFC South, blah blah blah. It's a pretty good setup. You could, you could do that at the college level and. The whole idea that, oh, well, you're called the SEC, so you should stay in the Southeast. That's They've already pretty much shot that to hell. 
No one lands in Austin, Texas and goes, this is the southeast. Any more frankly than you land in Houston and go, this is the southeast. No one goes to Columbia, Missouri and goes, this is the southeastern part of America. Mm-hmm. They're, still the making, they get. they're still making money. No, it's about, I mean, here was a quote that Sankey gave the Athletic at some point. It's a little bit of a challenge to follow the bouncing ball of what is anticipated to happen when the NCAA's constitutional convention. That brings me back to a focus on the enhancement, the strengthening, and the effectiveness of the Southeastern Conference as an organization. Meaning, they're just a business trying to run the business as well as humanly possible, regardless of any other factors. Yeah. That's what that means. Yeah. So, point being, I think it ties into what you're talking about, is, hey, if SC brings value, then we grab SC. Read that quote again. It's a little bit of a challenge to follow the bouncing ball of what is anticipated to happen with the NCAA's constitutional convention. That brings me back to a focus on the enhancement, the strengthening, and the effectiveness of the Southeastern Conference as, as an organization. Yeah. I care about number one. I know where my money is. And that's it. I know what I'm betting on. Has a person altered their public identity more than Sankey in a quick second? Because, frankly, he was seen as a kind of a weakling and an odd duck after Sly for a long time. And he's developed. (laughs) No more. That's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) dude. He's turned into a little bit of a gangster all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm ever, next time I ever am in a room with him, I'm not turning my back. I mean, you know what I mean, though? When he yeah, first took sure. that job for two or three years, you're going, God, you're so weak. Not Slive. Like, we'd make those jokes. And then yeah, suddenly... It, he's, he's really bright. If you, talk, oh, to people, yeah, if you yeah, yeah. talk to people who know him, he's really bright. He's run at least four miles, 500 straight days. He has. Yeah. At least 35 minutes for, like, 400 straight days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, certain <laughs> certain yeah. mentality. He's a very regimented human. Yeah, he's busy. Yeah, he, he getting getting stuff done. Getting stuff done. He's turned him. I mean, they already the commissioner of the SEC is always going to be in this, but you could make the argument he's the second most powerful guy in sports behind Roger Goodell. Oh, I'd have to give that some thought. Is at least in the discussion. Well, there's no question about that. Because he controls college football more than any other human. That's a really good thought. And college exercise. football is number two. Yes, it is. Yes. And so if you're a smart person, mm-hmm. right, and he sure. is, if you're a smart person who's wanting to maximize revenues at a time when, let's face it, if you talk honestly with people at Ole Miss or Auburn or LSU or Arkansas or Texas or anywhere else, if you have an honest conversation with those people mm-hmm. and you say, what are your concerns? This isn't for publication. This isn't for broadcast. What are your concerns? It's how do we continue to get people to come to the games? How do we get young people to continue to invest when their parents pass away? Right. How do we get them to get off their screen and come to the games? There's, there's, and then how do we, so if, and if we can't and we're maximizing the value of those screens, how do we do that? As the cost rise, as some of these stadiums, look at Ole Miss, for example. Vaught-Hemingway is not going to fix itself. I mean, some of the look around the SEC, for example, at Georgia. Sanford Stadium's old. Jordan-Hare's old. Hell, Tiger Stadium is old. Now, they've spent a ton of money and fixed it up. but Not like Brian Denny, frankly. Yeah. 
you're going to have to keep putting money into those things. And as the cost of labor and, and construction and materials goes up and all of those things, it's just everything. You've got to always be thinking about maximizing revenues. So if you're a guy like Sankey, what's the model that you look at? If there's only one thing that's better than you from a making money standpoint, it stands to reason that you would study that. You and I both, we, we look at certain sites on the, on the, our webs, on the Rivals Network. Mm-hmm. I don't look at the ones that are behind us in advertising or in, in um, subscriptions. No, we're looking at Oklahoma and Texas. And yeah, I mean, I go to Orange Bloods yeah. all the damn time. Yeah, I do too. I, lo- I read a lot of Orange Bloods. Um, you know, I'll call Jason Sukamel and be, hey, what's up? What are y'all doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, you're selling something? What'd you sell? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> if, you're, if you're Greg Sankey, you're probably studying that NFL model. Mm-hmm. And when you really break down the NFL model, it's effing genius. It really works. The way they rotate opponents in. If you're a Cleveland Browns season ticket holder, you get the rivalry games every year. You're going to get the Steelers every year and the Bengals every year and, 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 and the Ravens every year. But you're going to get other teams mixed in. You're going to go to stadiums. There's going to be lots of Wi-Fi, and there's going to be fantasy, all that stuff. You can't tell me that Greg Sankey's not looking at that and going, you know, it would be awkward at first, but having an SEC North that included, I don't know, Michigan and Ohio State, having an SEC West where Texas and SC are in it, hmm, interesting. And where you really are just your own governing body. and you. Well, yeah, and all of a sudden, you don't think ESPN – ESPN's already said they'll pay for it, in fact. Disney has basically said, as long as we approve of the addition, we're in, pro rata. Which means we're making money hand over fist, and we know it. Mm-hmm. And now you can kind of get away from the guilt of chasing the money because the kids are getting paid. Bryce Young's making a million dollars a year to be the quarterback at Alabama. Yeah. It's all right there as a free market. I mean, wherever Arch Manning goes, he's going to get paid. Yes. So kids get paid. What happened at BYU with the scholarship thing the other day? That's going to start happening everywhere. Oh, well, kids yeah, are kids. Kids are getting paid. So, hell, it's about to happen at SEC baseball of all things. And if it's willing to happen at SEC baseball, it's not going to happen anywhere. Yeah, it's going to. Ha- well, it is going to start happening everywhere. Yeah. Certainly at the SEC level, right? And that's going to make the SEC even more powerful. Because everybody else can't do that, so I don't. So if you're looking at if you're looking at it from a, and people do well, you know, do you really want your volleyball team having to fly to L.A. and f- no, but eh, it's what it is. It is what it is. I mean, is it really that different than flying from Columbia, South Carolina, to Columbia, Missouri? No, not really. Not really. It's like no. an hour. Yeah. Whatever. A little more money. Yeah. But you're going to be making more money. Yeah, it's something Arkansas State couldn't do, but we're not asking Arkansas State to do it. Yeah, of course. I mean, you mentioned Arkansas. So if you're an Arkansas fan, all of a sudden, Texas is coming to town. OU's coming to town. The idea of even bigger name schools coming to town is going to make you more apt if you're that guy in Little Rock who's trying to decide, hey, am I buying a season ticket this year or not? Well, if you want to get into the game, if you want to be able to go to that Oklahoma game or that Texas game, you'll buy a season ticket. You mentioned 
Arch Manning. I was talking to somebody about it yesterday. Obviously, Ole Miss would like to sign Arch Manning for his uh, ability on the field. Duh, number sure. one player in the country. Probably a bigger impact to Ole Miss is signing him for NIL reasons because he's going to get a deal with major brands no matter where he's playing, whether it be Virginia, Ole Miss, Texas, Oklahoma, or sure. your, 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 your day. And you would allow yourself, if it's Ole Miss, to get it known that Ole Miss is a place that signs those type of NILs and yeah. gets those into the, the trough, if you will. Mm-hmm potentially sign some of his teammates to at least some aspect of some similar deals, some different things. Ole Miss needs a steroid in this market, and Arch Manning would be a way to get that steroid. Yeah, I've got a mailbag question for tomorrow that's about, hey, if you could choose, if you're Ole Miss and you could choose having this monstrous season this year Mm -hmm. and not getting Arch Manning or just having a solid season this year and getting Arch Manning, which would you choose? It's the latter. It's a, it's a no-brainer. It's the solid season because of the tentacles that Arch potentially brings for your right. program. In so many ways. Yeah, it's not just on the field. It's, it's no, In fact, more that. it's more off the field than it is on the field. Yeah. Because I don't think a Kiffin offense is ever going to suck. No, he's always going to get a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he made Blake Sims a really good quarterback. Yeah. It's part of why I'm not that overly concerned. I know some people are, and I'm not even really criticizing or making fun. People are so obsessed about the backup quarterback job. If one of those two guys will either become a starting quarterback in the SEC or Lane will go find one in the portal. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it be Luke Altmaier, Kincaid Den, or Jack Miller next year. Did okay, you see great. he was on with Marty – what's his name, Marty? Marty. Yeah, and, and the other guy, they, the kind of show where they use their country accents yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And they were talking about a, his whistle. You know, Lane can really whistle. Mm-hmm. And they showed that play. It was in the national championship game. It was Alabama and somebody. Blake Sims was the quarterback. It was in overtime. And um, they're at the five-yard line. Okay. And Kiffin, standing on the sidelines, notices that they need to audible into a different play and uses the whistle. And Sims turns and looks at him, and they do a quick signal. He changes the play and basically runs a pick play to the right. Touchdown, win the national title. Mm -hmm. I know we're jumping around. It struck me as that was – the one thing that everybody always says about Kiffin is that in real time he's sort of rain man on the field. Yeah, sure. Offensively. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a politically incorrect way, so I don't offend anybody. He sees things other people don't see before in real they time. see them. Yes. He sees things in real time that other people see in, on film. Yeah. And he made that change. If he can make Blake Sims, who, listen, was a really good quarterback, but come on. If he can make Blake Sims in – he can do it with Blake Sims was a running back. Yes, when he got to campus. Yes, because he was the guy that Saban got mad at because he kept scoring against Ole Miss in 2011. Yeah, when Saban turned and yelled at the offensive coordinator. Yeah, and his coordinator goes, "We're running dives." Yeah, what do you want me to do? Yeah, the the, the coordinator literally said, we're, "I'm running the same play over and over," and I think Saban's answer was, "We'll stop running it." <laughs> but that was Blake Sims. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I don't. My point is, is, is it's not about getting a quarterback. It's to your point. What Arch Manning would bring to that program is it's so much bigger. This is the wrong word. I'm not. It's such the wrong word that I hate to use it because people will interpret it literally and think that I'm taking a slam. It's nationally, from a commercial standpoint, I think it would give you a level of legitimacy 
that Oklahoma, Texas, Alabama, Ohio State have right Look, now. Look, Ole Miss has had top seven recruiting classes a couple times in the last 10 years, 2013, 2016. They have the ability to recruit nationally, but they were changing landscape to maximize and be as efficient as possible. They need NIL help. And the, way, the only way to get NIL help is to get NIL deals. Yeah. So they need that presence to go, hey, yeah, DJ, whatever the kid's name at Clemson that I will learn at some point before their first game – He's got that Dr. Pepper deal. Well, Ole Miss needs the dude to get the Dr. Pepper deal. That's, yeah. that's where this goes is the regional and national ads for yeah. those top-level programs because otherwise you have a little bit of a ceiling on what's possible in those arenas. Because what you can see is, whether they're right or wrong, you can see where those corporations, you can see who they think move the needle and yeah, who they sure. don't think moves the needle. 100%. So you've got to find a way into that avenue. I mean, is it possible they're wrong? Sure. But that's what they think. So when you talk about perception and reality, yeah. well, there you go. And we're such in the infancy, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see where it goes. So. Podcast brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com this weekend. The uh, Eat in the Street, Saturday, August 28, 2021. Lots of different things to celebrate the new East Jackson, East Jackson Streetscape. Grab some dinner from your favorite local restaurant. Head to East Jackson where the entire street will be blocked off to through traffic. They've got live music from 4 to 9. That is headlined by Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors sometime around 7, I believe, for that. There's yoga earlier in the morning. There is a, a caricature artist as well. So events all throughout the day for the whole family. And then the music again, 4 to 9 o'clock to see that and more. Visit OxfordMS.com slash events. We're also brought to you by John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about traveling, maybe you're thinking about your holiday trip already. Maybe you're already thinking about next summer. There's deals to be had. Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. And he will give you uh, tons of options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com, just off Interstate 55 in Grenada, Mississippi. I mentioned a mailbag. It'll come to you tomorrow at some point. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, and you can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. Alpha is your trailer-specific professional if you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail. It's the premium brand trailer, the highest quality utility equipment, dump and gooseneck trailer being built today. They also have Hallmark Cargo Trailers, one of the most quality cargo trailers on the market, perfect for hauling goods to markets and shows, ATVs to deer camps, and more. And they can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you. 601-932-9798 or check them out at alphaofms.com. Also brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Duckhead, Halsey, True Grit, and more at The Rogue. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And brought to you by Joey Erickson at Heron Gear Chevrolet. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy vehicles or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. Give him a call or text at 
2367 or uh, check him out in person. 1685 High Street in Jackson. Test drive that new or used vehicle you've been wanting. Let Joey earn your business. Mention this podcast or the Soft Verbal Podcast, and with any purchased vehicle, you'll get a $50 gas card. ESPN updated their uh, NFL power rankings kind of post-draft now as uh, the preseason is uh, is getting under the way. I thought the Saints, interesting spot, just so we haven't had them on my mind because of Jameis last night. They're at 19, so pretty far out of uh, out of the race a little bit um, at uh, at 19. Uh, your top, uh, let's say 14, because there are 14 teams that make the playoffs. Colts at 14, Cardinals at 13, even though they're in a division that's going to make that very complicated for them. Cowboys at 12, seems high. Steelers at 11, 49ers at 10, speaking of that division. Titans at 9, Seahawks at 8, Browns at 7, Ravens at 6, Rams at 5. So the entire NFC West is in like the top 14 or 15. It's a brutal division. Packers at 4, Bills at 3, you love them. Tampa at 2, and then the Kansas City Chiefs at number 1. Hard to argue there at the top. Yeah, can't argue any of that. No, that's 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 pretty. I can tell you the Bills were really impressive on. They're good. Saturday. They're fun too. Yeah, they're, they're one of the more fun teams to watch for me, and that would not typically be the case. They're big. They're athletic. Defensively, they're solid. Got weapons everywhere. Again, they looked like a playoff team with Mitch Trubisky running quarterback. Dolphins at sixteen. Pats at seventeen. Bills division very gettable there. Um, let's see who's dead last. Who is last? Jacksonville, I'm sure. Still scrolling. Jacksonville's at 29. Mm-hmm. Jets are at 30. Mm, I don't like Lions that at 31. And Houston at 32. Boy, Houston's in a weird spot, isn't it? That Deshaun Watson thing is paralyzing. They, they're paralyzed. They're bad, and there's not even like this plan to make it better. They're just well, sunk. How, how could you? What, how would you plan? I mean, if you're the guy in the room and, and the Texans, you can't cut him right now. I mean, because the paragraph about the Texans is talking about a bad contract for David Johnson, their running back, and yeah. it's like there's just no hope. Because right now you're having to pay Watson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're telling him not to come every day. What a distraction. Well, it's, I mean, but I guess he's the quarterback at some point or no? I don't know. Is he? I don't know. I don't know. Can you run him? I mean, look, the Los Angeles Dodgers, Trevor Bauer's accuser sought a permanent restraining order mm-hmm. and not only lost, but the temporary restraining order was removed and right. the Dodgers still can't put him on the field. Yes. They just go, oh, I can't do it. The judge ruled in his favor. You're telling me the Houston Texans, an NFL franchise, are going to run Deshaun Watson out there as the face of their franchise under center with these charges outstanding? No way. I don't know how you do it. No. But if he's not convicted and you can't suspend him, you got to pay him. So you're paying Deshaun Watson, what is it, $30 million a year for Tyrod Taylor to be your quarterback? Probably, yeah. I mean – that's not the way to talk about handcuffing a franchise. I mean, that is not the way to success. Nowhere in the blue book of hey, here's how you get there. Seattle's like, no, 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 you're doing it wrong. Man, when you that's why when people talk about these organizations when they draft a quarterback, 
they got to deep dig into these guys, man. You got to know everything about them. Mm-hmm. Is there anything weird about him? What is weird? Let's find out. Let's dig in. And is anything going to be weird? Is there if you're yeah, an NFL yeah. scout and you're digging into Sam Howell or Matt Corral or um um Spencer Rattler, I gotta know things. I gotta know everything. What websites does he go to when he's by himself? Mm-hmm. I gotta know everything. Well, the Giants look back now and go, whoo, man, that Eli Manning thing was great, huh? Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we get 15 years? Okay. Yeah. And you kind of see why they were attracted to Daniel Jones. Oh, of course. I mean, he probably made a mistake, but you can see in, in the light of that, when you look at these things that happen, you can see how they looked at Daniel Jones and went, you know, he is a lot like Eli. Coming up here in a couple days, what do you want to talk to Will about? Uh, Big picture stuff. Um, I'm going to uh, ask him a little bit about, if we get there, about that moment when I think he was the Ole Miss offensive coordinator for a few minutes. See if I can get him to dive into that. Yeah, of course. Because I think Will Hall believes, and I could be wrong, but I think Will Hall believes that if he had been hired as the offensive coordinator at, at Ole Miss, that They'd still be there right now. Mm-hmm. Change history a little bit. I can't say that he's wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It's either. interesting. I mean, you know, I, I think they would have run a far more modern offense than. What would you know with Matt Corral? Yeah, yeah. You know, when you looked at that from the outside, and you know he did. What'd you see? What'd you see? Yeah. That'll be on a Thursday show. Be uh, good stuff there. We're we'll back with you tomorrow as well. So uh, plenty of content again. Some stuff rebelgrub dot com as the day moves on. Neil's mailbag tomorrow morning, I assume, and then uh, whatever else is happening again. Practice Lane Kiffin availability today, so we'll have that coverage to you uh, a little after lunch, probably somewhere in uh, in there. So hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for everybody in the stream, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.